Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikvat Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us on Zoom or in the building Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. For the Zoom link, please contact tikvatdirector at gmail.com or contact us on our website, tikvatisrael.com. There you can also support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and find helpful resources. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. So, a lot of things come with age, and I'm feeling kind of old. I feel so old that I probably could have given Moses some directions. I also feel so old that when I look in the mirror, my eyes have so many bags, they could go on vacation. But seriously, I do feel that as we get older, we carry with us a lot of baggage. Some physically, some emotionally, some spiritually. It's easy to see the physical baggage we accumulate during our lives if we've ever had the pleasure or displeasure of moving. Can you relate? (laughs) Bonnie and I moved over two years ago and we still have things in boxes. Things that we do not use every day, so there they sit and we haven't really addressed the issue. What do we do about them? Why do we hold on to them? I'll tell you, I have no clue. But we just do. But let's face the facts. The things that we accumulate over the years, what good do they do us? We may hold them because of sentimental value. They were perhaps given to us by a loved one to pass on from one generation to another. Um, To some extent, that's fine if it's kept minimal, like a ring or some trinket or a piece of clothing like a military uniform, perhaps, or a picture or a work of art. But if they're large and overpowering, this is not good for our physical or mental well-being. My mom used to give me stuff, and at the time I thought it was very nice and I felt special. After all, they were coming from her. But she would always say something when she was giving something, and that statement would be like, "Um, if I give this to you, you have to promise not to get rid of it. And that, that to me creates a problem. Right? If I wanted it, I had to make that promise. I had to make that vow to my mom, which created an anchor of guilt never to get rid of it. What else have our parents, loved ones, or others given to us over our lifetime that we can't let go of? What other baggage are we carrying around? These are non-material things. Perhaps it's some hurt, some sort of abuse, 
mental or physical. Maybe it was that we would never amount to anything, that we wouldn't measure up, that we were not good-looking enough or popular enough, or maybe we don't belong or we just feel lost. Anything in our past could be something we are carrying around with us. I have had several of these issues over my life. What about the people that Yeshua chose as his apostles? How did they measure up? Were they perfect? Absolutely not. Yeshua used people who were broken and who sinned to be the ones to spread his message and further the kingdom of God. He said to each one of them two words, follow me. In order to do that, they had to give up something. Maybe their nets, their job, their fight, their life, their baggage. Rav Shaul, the Apostle Paul, wrote in Philippians 3, verse 12, 14. Not that I have already obtained this or been perfected, but I press on, if only I might take hold of that for which Messiah Yeshua took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself as having taken hold of this, but this one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal for the reward of the upward calling of God in Messiah Yeshua. I'm here tonight to let you know that just because of these things that happened to me, that happened to us, might have made us, but they're in the past, right? They're behind us. Last week I had the honor of assisting Rabbi David Wine immersing a young boy in our community during Rosh Hashanah. His name was David also. What impressed me so much about David, even at eight years old, he wanted to dedicate his life to Yeshua. Eight years old. It took me more than 50 to start looking to him. 50 years. I think he is off to an awesome start. My advice to little David is don't carry baggage in your life like I have, like perhaps we all have. Let your, I'll, I'll let his parents explain that to him later on as he gets older. So at this time, this Kol Nidre, this Yom Kippur, let us take a look at all that we are carrying. Open the boxes in the attic. They don't matter anymore. Let them go. Open up the closets. Pull out those bags. They don't matter anymore. Let them go. Open up our hearts and minds. That hurt we have, 
doesn't matter anymore. Let it go. Open ourselves up before Hashem, and in the name of Yeshua, say, it doesn't matter anymore. Let it go. Hasn't it been long enough? Stop letting our past define us. Is it easy to do? No. Is following Yeshua and God easy? No. If it was, everyone would be doing it. The world makes it easy not to follow God. That is what the adversary and the other team want you to do. They don't want you to follow God. They want you to follow the world. We should do it because it is hard. And so well worth it. Does life get easier? No. Newsflash, absolutely not. But my mishpacha, my family, the kingdom awaits. Yeshua said in John chapter six, uh, verse, yeah, chapter 16, verse 33, these things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have shalom. In the world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. We can't change where we came from, what we've already lived, what's already happened to us, what hurts have been done, what disappointments we may have, what failures we have experienced. But Yeshua doesn't care where we've come from. He cares where we are going. Listen and hear his voice for those two words. Follow me. Thank you.